All right, so yes, this is Spartacast. I am Will. I am Matt. <laughs> We're uh, not using contractions for this entire episode. <laughs> no, just like um, I don't know, <laughs> just like data. Did I, did I say we're not using or we are not using? I don't remember. I may have already ruined that. <laughs> let's check the tape. Um, or not. Ah, let's just So, yeah, we're finally recording this episode. I know we're, I think we we're supposed to record it three weeks ago, but yeah, life, you know, life. <laughs> yep. But I am freer now and yeah. <laughs> Last night, well, I'm exhausted because it was like two months. It's not even my show that I've been working on. I just got kind of brought in to help. It's been like over two months of work, and it finally happened last night. So I'm glad it's over. Had a lot of fun though, but glad that <laughs> we can all rest now. So anyway, so first up, oh yeah, yeah. So first episode. Uh, we're discussing is Shadow Games. It originally aired February 19, 2010. It was directed by Michael Hurst. I don't know if you recognize that name. He was Aeolus in Hercules Legendary Adventures. Yeah, yeah, he was. I do recognize that name. Kiwi actor. Yeah. And it was written by Miranda. Not sure how to say her last name. Quok Quok. I'm sorry. Michael Hurst is from England. Okay. He's he's worked in New Zealand for, for a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, he was on the commentary, so I heard his um normal at his regular accent. So, yeah, yeah. There was commentary by Michael Harris, Andy Whitfield, and Lucy Lawless, which is very fun. He was Michael Harris seemed to really enjoy the shots with you know like naked men in them. He's <laughs> like, oh, that's a beautiful shot, and shots with lots of colors and things like that. So it's been what two weeks since we watched. Well, since you watched it, I watched it yeah, again. Really, so do you I didn't have time to, to yeah. watch it. I didn't. But truthfully, I didn't want to watch it. There's too many things, other things to see that I couldn't uh, justify spending the time to rewatch. I was planning on just putting them back in the background, maybe, or fast forwarding through them really fast. But I didn't have time. Again, other things I wanted to see. That's like guys. Season three of Black Mirror is really good so far. I have to watch the special, then I can start on season three. I'm behind on TV as always. Um, yeah, it's too much of it. Here we are talking about old shows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I canceled my cable subscription. I mean, I, ha- I have PlayStation V, but I canceled Direct TV, so I have like far fewer shows that I can watch now. But I still don't have time for all of it. I could just watch Netflix and be busy like every weekend, every week. You probably could, yeah. Um, so this was basically the one where, um, uh, Salonius and, and Batiatas both have to present fighters for games and Salonis went and got Theocles out of retirement and they're gonna, he's gonna fight Crixus and Spartacus together. Right. And we knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. They were gonna have to, like, become allies at some point, right? I mean. Mm. They've made them at odds enough that now it's time to uh, progress the relationship. Uh, eventually, they'll become best friends, I assume, by the end of it. By the end of the whole shebang. Yeah, they'll they'll get married. Uh, <laughs> um, at the same time, we see Badiatis taking uh, revenge on Ovidius for that attempt on his life. So he kills that guy's entire family and orders even the boy killed. 
Yeah, in case you thought that John Hanna's character was going to be a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they were saying on the commentary of this thing, um, yeah, this episode is where you start to see his true colors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There was this hint that he he could be, I mean, he owns slaves, but he, it was the time. So you can't say that's why he's. Yeah. It's. He, it seemed like they were trying to make him a little more redeemable with, remember when they went to the pit and then after afterwards he sort of pledged to Spartacus that he helped him, you know, find his wife. Yeah. It, it seemed like he had reached kind of like a turning point uh, in his character that he was going to do the right thing. Nope. He's just as awful as always. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's out for himself, out for his money and his... Um, standing, social standing. Um, let's see, what's some other things? He saw the one-handed cook again, or she the cook. Yeah, the one-handed guy again, getting teased by the gladiators. Where they like swatting at his feet, making him jump. A bunch yeah, of assholes. <laughs> yeah, don't tease the handicap. Yeah, we find out a little bit more about uh, Doctorius' backstory. He tells about his fight with Theocles and how he survived. And just him surviving was considered a victory. They were um, making fun of. They were joking on the commentary when he took off his armor. You could see his body. They're like, "Oh yeah, Peter's rubbish body. He ate so many donuts. He looks so bad." Or <laughs> something like that. <sighs> I need to start working out more. We <laughs> 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 just hang up a poster of him. Yeah. Like a, something to aspire to. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah, Barca bets on Spartacles. Spartacus, sorry. Spartacles. <laughs> Are you shipping Spartacus and Theocles? Ah, uh, yes. Um, Spartacus and Crixus, and, yeah, they uh, see some more, a little bit tender moments we would hear when Pietro's or Malcolm. Why does Pietro's... Yeah, Malcolm from Jessica Jones. Why does he wear that? He's like a golden ear, like an earring or something. That's my note. I don't remember this, but I wrote down, P Pietro says a golden ear. Is he Bajoran? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Bajorans from Star Trek, they have these like yeah. earrings, these elaborate earrings, and I in P Pietro, see, he had something like that in his ear. I, I wonder what the significance of that is, because they wouldn't allow him to have jewelry. Mm -hmm. I, you wouldn't think. Is it like um like when you tag a cow? They tag like their ears. I don't know. Like this is my property kind of thing. I didn't watch the. Uh, I forgot to turn on the pop up uh, facts for this episode. Maybe maybe they would have mentioned that. I did watch it for the next episode though. Yeah, so Salonius kind of maneuvered um, Badiatis into putting up his you know Crixus and uh, Spartacus in the art. I guess he wanted to get revenge against Spartacus, I guess, maybe, for beating his men earlier. It was weird how uh, it, uh, Lucy Lawless would say on the commentary that um, at first, when they first started the show, it was kind of annoying having people around them all the time. They kind of wanted to you know, always have, like, slaves or something in the background to give that feeling that you don't have privacy. But then she said she... Er Eventually got used to them to kind of like, she started thinking of them as objects. <laughs> just oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she got really into that role. And they talked about how Michael Hurst kept getting distracted by uh, Lithia's boobs during that one scene when they were training. Wait, um, who? I'm sorry, who? Blondie's 
Boogs. Oh, okay. the director still, kept getting distracted. Still struggling with the names. But okay, <laughs> that's who I thought you meant. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote in my notes. Tiffany is such an airhead, keen for gore and sex. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> um. Da, da, da. Oh yeah, the cock candle, <laughs> the penis candle that she uh. Lucretia gets um, when the doctor's talking to her, not doctor, whatever, the person who gives her that shrink to take, and she has to go copulate within an hour. Oh, yeah. I re- that explains this note that I don't remember. Is that a bowl of cum broth? Cum broth. Yeah. Okay, this was my prediction, that um, she would she would become pregnant. It was going to be Crixus's child. Hmm. Yeah. But Crixus didn't want any of her today. And then I was wondering, well, okay, if she ends up pregnant and it's Crixus's child, does she just pass it off as uh, the other guys, or do they kill the child? I don't know. <laughs> I would say that they would keep the, they would keep the kid and just d- not uh, acknowledge his actual parentage. Hmm. Because Batiatis needs a, an heir, right? So yeah. I think he would just, uh, he'd probably resent the kid, but he, for his own purposes, it would be smarter to, to keep the identity of, of the child's actual father a secret. If that's not a plot, uh, well, it could be. It should be. <laughs> it is, I called it. I think, so, I'm pretty sure I predicted this two-on-one fight against the, um, the giant thing. The 6'10 guy. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I predicted that two people would have to take him down, and then it would be, probably be Crixus and Spartacus. So after Does all the sense? hype, were you disappointed when you saw him, or was it what you were expecting? I didn't. Oh, um, that's right. We only saw a shadow before, right? Yeah. He just looked kind of like a tall dude. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a picture of him already online, so I was kind of spoiled by that. Okay. So he was fine. He was kind of paleish, right? He was yeah. kind of like albino-ish. Yeah, he was really pale and blonde. Was there any kind of information in the commentary about his background? Um, no, just that he was 6'10". He was just really good to work with. I saw in IMDb that he was in Legend of the Seeker, but I don't know anything else about him. Bonus episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and they kind of have these conversations uh, about why they're fighting. Crixus wants the glory, and Spartacus just wants to free his wife. Make money so he can be free and get his wife free. One of my notes is, I am so over Crixus. I know they're eventually going to become the best of friends and will learn to love him, but right now I am so fucking over Um Earlier today, I was recording the Defenders podcast, and Claire was saying that her sister, who loves Spartacus, loves Crixus and wanted to name her cat Crixus. And yeah, I'm sure at some point I'm going to like him, but right now, he's so tedious. Oh, he's so annoying. I shut up. The undefeated Gaul, whatever. You get it. You're, you're good at your job. <laughs> I'm good at my job, too, but I don't talk about it all the time. Also, we find out that Crixus is responsible for Asher's uh, injured leg. Oh, did we? What? What's the backstory there? I missed that. No, they didn't say. He just said, Asher just said, I trusted Crixus one, and this is what I got for it. Oh, okay. That's That's very vague. Yeah. <laughs> So he was warning Spartacus not to think of him as an ally, best to consider him as an enemy. And Lucy Lawless gives, tries to give Crixus a blowjob, but it's not working. <laughs> uh, 
Who was it? Mitch, who didn't want to see Lucy Lawless nude from the front. I wonder what he thinks about <laughs> Lucy Lawless giving a blowjob. It's going to be strange seeing her on other programs, having yeah. seen more of her. I know I started back watching um, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 1. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's Lucretia. Well, I've always been a big fan of her. Back from Xena days, then, you know, BSG, and what else has she been in recently? Or way back when? Um, I don't know. <laughs> She's been in 11 episodes of Salem as the Countess Marburg. Uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, she was on uh, Parks and Recreation. That's right. She was, she was like the single mom. Yeah, she was. That was a very ordinary, ordinary role. And she was in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm playing herself. I haven't seen past the first season of Curb. I have HBO Go. I should watch all these shows. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. So. If you if you see me signing on to uh, Xbox Live right now, it's only because I believe there's a patch for Gears of War 4, and I want to get it downloaded <laughs> while we're talking. I won't be playing it. I promise you have my undivided attention. <laughs> okay. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Crixus gets hurt really bad in the battle, and... But he does help. Well, I mean, at first it seems like they win, they win. But then Theocles gets back up and kicks some ass and hurts Crixus. Yeah, it seemed too easy, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, he likes getting, I guess Theocles likes getting stabbed in the gut or whatever. <laughs> but eventually Spartacus kills Theocles with a little help from Crixus. And down comes the rain. Which I predicted. Yes, you predicted, that it would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be a, a big moment, a pivotal moment. I don't know, I wrote down, what t-shirt contest? I don't know why, my notes make little sense. Oh, I think it's the people in the crowd had wet shirts. Oh, yeah, on. okay. Yes. These The crowd reactions are hilarious. I hope <laughs> someone made a compil- compilation video of all the co- of all the crowd reactions. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> um... I'm always looking for them uh, eating watermelon. <laughs> and they're just like uh, ready to screw, ready to it's fuck. got their titties hanging out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ridiculous. But, and they look so modern, too. I don't know. I guess I don't know what they would have necessarily looked, how they would have looked different. But I just get this impression that they're very modern. Like, they just picked them up at, like, the local mall and said, who wants to come film this for, for a day? We'll pay you all ten bucks. Actually, probably what they did, but they look, they just look modern to me. I don't know. Um, and, and the reaction seemed out of proportion to what's actually happening. Maybe it was like that, but I don't know. It's like they're too excited. Too, too excited. That was the last time you went to a sporting event, man. That's how everybody is, isn't it? (laughs) No, they, they, they cheer, but I don't see, I don't see them gyrating and taking their clothes off and and, like miming fucking and stuff. (laughs) I whipped it out at the last. Okay, <laughs> that's just me. I'm kind of crazy like that. <laughs> it's like touchdown. <laughs> touchdown. Let's fuck. Um, it's a good way to get arrested. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, that probably gets you arrested. But you know, like here, nudity technically isn't legal, so probably I don't know. Maybe I get thrown out of the stadium for it, but I don't know if I get arrested for it. Um, can't remember the last time I went to a sporting event. Um, yeah, I can't remember either. I'm sure it was a hockey game, but I don't know when that would have been. That's probably a go. college football game. No, I, I know. Sh- I went to a baseball game. That's right. I went to an Oakland, Oakland Tigers game. 
Oh, yeah, I went to a Houston Astros game last year in Houston. One of my uh, 2016 goals is to go to a professional sporting event, and I have what, about six weeks left to do that, <laughs> so <laughs> I better get on that. The work is supposed to take us to uh, a Warriors game. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> actually yeah, good. I don't. Yeah. I have no interest in that. Um, but they are a basketball game, a basketball team based out of Oakland. It's supposed to be next next year, next April or something. It's a company trip. I'm sure it's going to be. Oh, I think it is on a Tuesday. It's like it's not even on a weekend. It's like last time they wanted to take us to a baseball game, I didn't go because it wasn't paid for. Like it was, it would have been during my free time. So. <laughs> I wanna... Go to see sports during my free time. I'm gonna go see something during my own free time. It's gonna be a hockey. Okay, I think I could probably get like cheap Trailblazers tickets. Probably the season starts in a few weeks. I think um, there was some kind of event that uh, I think I missed out on tickets for that. It was supposed to be like really cheap tickets, some kind of Pride night with the Trailblazers or something like that. I don't know. But I think I've missed out on chance to buy those. Da, da, da. So, yeah. Any quotes? I didn't get any quotes for this episode. Let me take a look at my notes again. Uh, you were kind of all over the map there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, someone had his face rubbed in, into a face full of maggots. Oh, yeah. Those that maggots. was, yeah, those were real. Those weren't maggots, but those were worms, some kind of worms. And they made a joke about eating at Arby's. They did? No, I did in my notes. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, that's, that's like an episode of Briscoe where they're joking about... It's the coming thing. Yeah. I said, LOL, at that man fainting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the conversation between Xena and the slave girl where the the slave was like, this bitch wants more water, and Xena's like, yes, you do. <laughs> the water. All the water. Um... Oh, Asher is suggesting that Chris is, is going to betray Spartacus in the arena. Yeah. The slaves don't eat very well, but don't they need a lot of protein to keep that muscle on? They do seem underfed, don't they? Yeah, that was something. I think in one of the pop-ups, they had like a diet that was really heavy in protein. But it looks like they're just eating gruel or something. Yeah. Slop. So. Probably eating lots of it. The priestess looked like Olivia Williams, but it wasn't. I checked IMDb. There's a quote that's, love makes a man weak before battle. I've heard that theory before in TV, that athletes can't fuck before the big game. You know, they'll play better if they, if they haven't had sex recently. <laughs> More aggressive, I don't know. Hmm. Who was this nerdy kid I wrote down? What am I talking about there? Oh, the little boy, the magistrate's son, I think. Uh <clears throat> Was that this episode? Oh, yeah, he's watching the fight, and he, like, knows he's... Oh, yeah! Really yeah, he's like, he's, like, a geek. He's, like, a, like the kids who go to baseball games, and they know everyone's, like, RBI and stuff. Yeah. He's, like, he's filling, out, he's filling out the boxes of, like, all the stats. He's, like, super into stats. That was me watching baseball when I was, like, you know, 12. That was that kind of person. <laughs> I knew how to fill out the thing, and I knew everybody's stats. Name a player, I could tell you like a, you know, five or six things about him. God. <sighs> He's a total fanboy. <laughs> wonderful to see him again. He's in the next episode. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah, there's that one scene where Tiffany is like touching Crixus and you can see Lucretia and Navia are, you know, not happy about what's going on. They're both kind of standing back watching. Like, get your hands off my man. <laughs> but Because she could do anything to the to them. Yeah. And they would just basically have to let her. Seemingly. She's just got carte blanche to do whatever she wants to the slaves or That's make it. the slaves do whatever she you know to each other, which, whatever she wants. There's probably That's a line that she can't cross, but you no, know, yeah. doesn't seem like it. Lots of naked men in this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, the magistrate finds out his cousin is dead, but they don't know what happened to the son yet. I think that's all I have for this episode. Um, yeah. I don't know. The shadow's enemy was sunlight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he comes in with his own eclipse, and then he gets hit with sunlight, and then it becomes weakened. He's blinded by the light. It's like a very thin layer of supernaturalness to this show. Yeah. It's not overt. Definitely not overt. But it's there. Like, how does magical, he get... Magical realism, I guess. Yeah. Genre. Because how does he get cut so many times? And, <laughs> and yeah, the suspension of disbelief required there. Theocles was gutted, and he was still able to continue fighting. Yeah. You can be as big a guy as you want to be, but when you're stabbed like that, you're not going to live. Yeah, science. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna be able to continue fighting. He seemed to get stronger the more he was attacked, which doesn't make sense. He's still a human being, as tall as he is, unless they're trying to imply that he's again supernatural. He's giant blood or something. I think uh, they were saying that they originally wanted to make him kind of a giant, like in Lord of the Rings, but I think it was gonna take too much time to do that. Probably didn't have the budget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have too much more about this one. I don't uh, remember. To a lot of it. Okay. So who Again, do you I n- watched it like three weeks ago. <laughs> who do you want to name our winner? Spartacus. <laughs> um, we do quotes. Oh, we quotes. quotes, yeah, quotes. Quote. I do have a quote written down here. I will not be fucked. I will not not be fucked. Fuck you, fucking cocksucker. You fucking hemorrhoid sucking. Fuck you, fuck. Uh, I remember that, and I remember watching it thinking, I hope Matt does that. <laughs> 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 Have any no, I don't have any. Not for this one. So who won? Who won? Um, I don't think Spartacus has won in a while, if at, if ever. He's not going to win the next one. No. <laughs> so and Crixus was badly injured, very very badly. Injured. Uh, you could say that the blonde blondie won. Yeah, she, she got, got a see. she got a good show. Yeah. And she has to drink water. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. I'm fine with the Lithia. Yeah, Lithia. Okay, okay is, we'll go. I'm reluctant to give it to Spartacus because he, he still he still has to fight people he doesn't want to fight. So this, we'll give it to uh, Lithia. You win because you got to drink water. That's you <laughs> got to drink some water. And you got to go to a show. <laughs> a slave show. And where's your law? husband been for like months? Who knows? Um, <laughs> who's the loser? I guess the obvious choice would be Theocles. Yeah, that's where Shut I'm up, phone. Um, or Crixus. Crixus got hurt very, very badly, but he survived. Yeah, that's a victory against Theocles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a victory. <laughs> by, by their standards. Um, I'm going to say uh, that family that was murdered. They're the losers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know their names. Um, that's a mild insult. 
Of Vidius's family? Yeah. Okay. So the best lay. We didn't see too many. We saw the aftermath of one family getting killed, but Theocles, the only one we saw die. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure who the uh, who the best lay is. <laughs> uh, the best lay? Yeah. Was there a lay? I don't remember. Um, we didn't see. Lucy Lawless tried one, but it didn't work. Right, right. Now, there was a lot of laying in the next episode, <laughs> but not this one. And best slay? Oh, I guess it would be the Theocles, right? Yeah. So, do you want to reach back into your memory and try to rate this episode? I wrote down a rating here okay. after I watched it, so I'm just going to go with that one and say 7 out of 10 come bronze. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I have my notes in my notes to, of this week. I need to put that spreadsheet together. I've been promising. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it wasn't as good as the last one, which I think we gave in the eight. So I'll give it seven out of ten. Uh, Seven out of ten. I just watched the episode. I'm having trouble remembering. Um, oh, penis candles. <laughs> I missed the penis candle. I didn't see that. I didn't notice it the first time. But, yeah, she had a candle lit and it was kind of shaped like a penis. And she gave it to Alithia, I mean, Lucretia, before she gave her the cum broth. And we have no feedback. No feedback. This is going to be a short episode. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the second episode is called Delicate Things. Originally aired February 26, 2010, directed by Rick Jacobson, uh, written by Tracy Belomo, I think. She's worked on, oh, it's written by two people. Tracy Belomo, who's worked on The 100, Dollhouse, Alias, How to Get Away with Murder, and co-written by Andrew Chambliss, who also worked on Dollhouse and The Vampire Diaries and What's Upon a Time. And there was commentary for this episode by Rick Jacobson, Stephen DeKnight, and Aaron Cummings, who plays Sura, the wife of Spartacus. Apparently, she had something to do with Rick Jacobson getting hired for this show because Stephen DeKnight and Aaron Cummings were working on an episode of Dollhouse, and Stephen DeKnight was just getting ready to come work on this show, and she recommended Rick Jacobson to work on it. She's like, I know this guy who would be good for that kind of show. I just finished both seasons of Dollhouse, funnily enough. Yeah. I heard so yeah, <laughs> heard your opinion the other day, but <laughs> what did what, you think? You heard, my, you heard my opinion the other day? I think you told us what you, um, I think you told me and Matt what you thought about it. Oh, yes, yes. I, fi- I finished the entire thing, and uh, I would say it's definitely, I think it's worth watching, though if someone can provide a list of episodes to skip that might be better because there are definitely definitely some especially in the first season that you don't need to watch but overall I, I liked the premise and the interesting interesting places they took the premise the technology the dollhouse technology of wiping people clean and then imprint, imprinting new memories and abilities into them yeah yeah and it uh, there were a couple of like uh, what the fuck moments at the end of the second season <laughs> yeah they're always and a weed show, there's always a few. Yeah. It was fun <laughs> seeing uh, Alexis Denisoff again, even though he had an American accent. Which I, don't I don't remember 
who he was in that show. He was the senator. Senator I think, Perrin. I think at the time I watched the show, I didn't know. Well, I mean, he was on Buffy, wasn't he? I guess yeah, he I was on Buffy. didn't remember him. But I know who he is now because he's been on Grimm a bit. And Summer Glau appeared at the end of season two of Dollhouse. Yeah. So, you should listen to uh, Sue Watches Buffy, which is a podcast in which, having finished Buffy and Angel, they're now covering Dollhouse. And then Firefly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm getting a text. Uh, my tank water is perfect. Um, I shouldn't jinx myself, but my tank water is always perfect. I, I see, like, these horror stories. tank water? What are my, you talking uh, about? Tank a water? fish tank. Oh. I get it tested every so often just to make sure. I see all these horror stories on lying about people whose water, their, like, ammonium or pH is off, but I'm, I feel like I'm hardly doing anything, but somehow my water is always perfect when I get it tested. So I'm lucky. <laughs> Knock on wood. Like, what are you people doing in here? So, yeah, this episode, this, lots of rain in this episode. And apparently the rain flooded the set. Some of it was real, some of it was fake. And the set was really wet. Because it's all inside. That's not so surprising. Uh, so, which one was this? Oh, this is the one where... This is the one where um, Barca is murdered. Yes. Uh, yeah, because Asher devises all this just to get out of Peg's debt, right? Yep, yep. Because, yeah, he even is the one who had the messenger come to say that the boy was alive. And he just, yeah, he's done some serious scheming in this episode. <laughs> it's like so stuff going on. But the saddest part was when Pietro, um, finds out Bark is gone because Asher told him that he just left, bought his freedom and left. So sad. Thinks Barker betrayed him. He did a lot of scheming, but his schemes always seem very not ambitious. What can he do? He's just a slave. I guess that's true. I was trying to clear my throat. So, so yeah, so apparently Barker was always intended to die around this time. They knew they only had him for like a certain number of, certain amount of time. Yeah, I didn't care. I didn't like him very much. I didn't dislike him. He was just kind of generic. So kind of a dick at times, but he for me he didn't have a fully formed personality. I really only liked um, his little boy toy, <laughs> Malcolm. Um, yeah, Malcolm, who was appalled to think that his partner was a murderer. It was he was just he was like, oh my god, you killed that family. It's awful, poor guy. Yes, Barka. Lied about it. Lied about not killing the boy. Or he told Pietro if he didn't kill the boy. I figured Pietro would get killed this episode. I he just doesn't he doesn't strike me as having the fortitude to survive in this environment. What if he's not a fighter, so is he just a slave? He's the water boy. Water boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't waste that water. Uh The Nerdy Boy's back. Yeah, he got some lessons from Spartacus on Fighting. He reminds me of Robin from Game of Thrones. Oh, sweet like Robin. A, he's got like a bloodlust. <laughs> Make him fly, mommy. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to be back more after this. So Spartacus has this plan because he realizes that if his wife does come back, she's just going to be a slave too. So he wants to get both of both of them out of there. So what do you think about Spartacus' plan? <laughs> his plan just to bust out of there? <laughs> yeah. Well, if Fox Mulder can 
escape a gulag, a Russian gulag, and outrun a horse, then I'm pretty sure that uh, Spartacus can get out of that, um, whatever, whatever it's called. Keep wanting to say it's called a Luddite. I know that's not right. Ludus, yeah. Ludus. Varro <laughs> <laughs> thinks it's a bad idea, but yeah. It probably is a bad idea. I, I kind of thought, like, Spartacus, like, I don't know why. I guess I was uh, just naive that once they got the wife back, first, I didn't expect it to happen so soon, but I kind of thought that he would have, Spartacus would have earned enough money to purchase back his wife, and then they could both go free. So, I thought that's what he was working for, to buy his wife's freedom. So the fact that she's at the, uh, I forgot what it's called, or right? the Ludus, <laughs> I, I was surprised then where it's like, oh, she's going to be a slave now, too. Oh, okay. She'll be the one fluffing Lucy Lawless, maybe, you know, <laughs> or one of the people doing that. Oh, what They'll if she probably she's... have her, well, they'd have her, you know, fanning somebody or bringing water to someone or cleaning, oh. maybe, cooking. Uh, I don't think anything that would be too too debasing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, what this is the one where Badiatis was uh, taking that slave's ass, as Lucy Lawless said, or whatever, <laughs> in front of her. She's like, "I'll watch if you take her ass or something like that." Mm. I don't think that Spartacus's wife would be in that position. <laughs> no, I don't think so too. Both literal and metaphorical position. No, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was surprised. Was... The timeline surprised me how quickly she she got there. I I thought this was going to be a more you know of him getting the funds and then one you know then he would be able to purchase her freedom and then she would come and she would be free. So it surprised me by accelerating her arrival. Yeah, Sura was always scheduled to die at this point, so she was on the commentary like. Yeah, they were had they had plans to like use her more, like do some flashback scenes or whatever, like her meeting Spartacus and all that. But uh, they didn't do that. Oh, okay. Why? Why did they? Why were they going to kill her off so soon? I don't know. Said that um, yeah, this, they did say that early on, uh, maybe Badiatis did have good intentions of doing the right thing, but you know, it happened along the way. Like, early on, he probably did, you know, have good intentions, but he changed his mind. But she was always scheduled to die around this point in the season. It's a bit anticlimactic. She's finally rescued, only to be murdered en route. Yeah, like, I remember first time I watched it, you are kind of, like, wondering, you know, that scene where the card is coming up, you're kind of wondering, okay, is, is somebody going to be in there? Is it, um, is it going to be empty or is it going to be somebody else or something? I didn't really know what to expect. But yeah, it was her. She's dead. I, yeah, I didn't expect her to die so soon. I'm not sure if I was ever expecting to actually see her, if they actually would be reunited when I first watched it. Well, I mean, I expected her to die in the first episode, so... <laughs> I guess she lasted longer than I thought. So, nearly 25% of the Roman population was slaves at one point. Really? Wow. Very few gladiators earned enough money to buy freedom, and if they did... Get free, they had trouble finding work. They're usually hired as bodyguards. That makes sense. I mean, think about how people get out of our military and they have difficulty finding work. Yeah. There's some other stuff in the pop-up about, I guess, the word fornicate. Um, yeah, the, they explain where the word fornicate came from, which I'm having trouble remembering. Something about how the best prostitutes could be found under arches or something under the arches. And I guess the word for arch is close to fornicate or something like that, derived from the word. Okay. 
Uh, and the word for jugular means to like kill by slicing the throat. Your influence was based on how many slaves you had. You had to have at least 10. <laughs> you just had to, huh? <laughs> that's, that's the way it was phrased. Like, you had to have at least 10 slaves. <laughs> I have at least 10. <laughs> but we only have nine. I'm sorry. You uh, can't come in here. Don't count. We only have nine. Come back when you have 10. Emperor might have 20,000 slaves. So, yeah, Spartacus was reunited with his wife. <laughs> just not the way he thought. Oh, that's really sad. So this orgy. <laughs> so this orgy. Uh, yes. <laughs> I wrote down, most kids have a superhero-themed birthday party. Maybe a bouncy <laughs> cancel, not a gladiator fuck party. Man, my birthday is in two months. So I well, now you know what you... you oh, yeah. So they were really big on not just having, like, one woman, one man. They wanted to, you know, bury it up. Well, yeah, and, you got to have variety. Yeah. And I loved the extras in the background. This is so exhausting. Have you had enough wine? Come on, you sexy. <laughs> Just random things in the background. My favorite being, this is so exhausting. <laughs> we don't have to be doing it. <laughs> I'm ready to go home, but... Uh, so they would get... Um, the stars was really trying to push the envelope with this show, so they were talking about how... They would get these notes from Star saying, like, you need to go a little further. You didn't go, like, far enough. So with this uh, orgy scene, they, the director just, it wasn't in the script, but the director came up with this idea of having this woman uh, fuck this guy with a ladle. And if you look closely, I think it's after Barker dies and Spartacus is walking through. You can kind of see a lady with a spoon and uh, a <laughs> 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 like, fucking guy with a spoon. I missed that. And they got a, no, I guess it was infamous around the set. They got a, a jiggle note from stars, uh, basically saying that we don't want sex so vigorous that the women are jiggling. So they had to take the jiggling out for stars, but they put it back in for the uh, DDD. That's so, that is so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. That seems very contrary to what they're asking for. Yeah, no jiggling. They want them to push the boundaries, but don't, don't no jiggling. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> no jiggling. Coming soon on uh, Hooplecast, we'll be covering the HBO pilot for a, a prison drama called Maximum Security, which was originally published in, or released in 1984, I think. So wow. Think back to 1984. And I found an article, I, and I believe it was some, something like, they were really pushing the boundaries here with this partial nudity. <laughs> Only on a cable network like HBO could they get away with this partial nudity. Like, oh, look at you, 1984. You're so oh, cute. Oh, so cute. You have no idea. Then, what, like 15 years later on Oz, they're showing full frontal. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> now Jeffrey Lewis is in that show. Gene Smart. Yeah, Gene Smart is kind of like the the main draw, I think, for this one. She plays like the psychologist of the prison or something. I don't know who the other person is you mentioned. I think I'm, now that I think about it, I think I'm confusing with somebody else. There's another Jeffrey something about, I can picture It only lasted head. like seven episodes, and they're all like 30 minutes. So uh, when they finally uh, released it on home video, it was uh, redone as a TV movie. It's like a two-hour TV movie. And I was yeah. I got it on VHS, because you can only buy it on VHS. And then I've transferred it to digital format and put it on YouTube. 
the dedication to the podcast. Super 80s, from what I've seen of it so far. But yeah, it's just funny, because it's... The articles are like, oh, it's so scandalous, because it's got partial nudity. What is this? So I have to click on this. Oh, so I didn't know Game of Thrones has an after show now. Yeah, I've never watched it. I don't think I want to see it. I don't think I need to. There's plenty of podcasts that cover Game of Thrones. Yeah, and hmm, they have bonus stuff after every episode on HBO Go. They do, but I think I would rather just wait for the Blu-rays to have the bonus stuff. I don't know. Have you watched Westworld? Yes, yes. Loving it. Haven't watched I the the one from last Sunday yet. I was going to watch it this afternoon and then watch the fourth one a couple hours later. I'm already looking forward to the Blu-ray so I can watch it again. I mean, I could watch it on HBO Go, but I want to watch it on Blu-rays and get all the bonus stuff and come mm-hmm. <laughs> Special features. Um, dum dum. So when the wife uh, shows up dead, I wrote down, well, that was a big letdown. Um, mm, I don't remember if I felt that way when I watched it. But, um, I wasn't, yeah, I was expecting to see her, but I said it's letdown. It's supposed to be a big moment. <laughs> you can see where they build it up to it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And women are turned on by armor, shiny armor. Oh yeah, that's the last time you see that armor because Rob Tapper didn't like it, so <laughs> he got rid of it. That's all I have. So this episode was basically about Asher manipulating situations so that he didn't have to pay his debts. So goodbye, Barca. Uh, and then we had a lot of fantasy of Spartacus imagining how he was going to escape with his wife, and that did not come to pass. And Viro imagining how Spark is going to get killed. <laughs> I like the episodes that take place in the Ludus more so than anything that were, the, were in the Coliseum. Because the effects there and the crowd crowd effects are just so terrible that it looks cheap. But we're, when we're just on the set like this, then I think it, the show could really just focus on the characters and, and the scheming, the plotting. And that's what I enjoyed. I haven't actually enjoyed the combat stuff. Except for the thing in the pit, which was very, uh, it wasn't in the arena, it was, I don't know where it is. Down in the pit. <laughs> when they were in the pit. Yeah. Realistic. Gritty. The word I was looking for was gritty. gritty. oh. Yeah. You're gonna hear me use that word on Google Cast because <laughs> I just remember back when Oz started that was the word they were using. All these new gritty shows like Sopranos and Oz and Shield and I uh, started it all. Well, Deadwood starts out gritty, but then it co- pr- pretty quickly becomes a comedy, I think. <laughs> all right. Any quotes? Uh, I've got a couple quotes from this one. I see. The gods and I do not tread common ground. Is that Spartacus? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> that down. My notes are always like kind of vague because I don't want to take detailed notes when I'm watching because I want to concentrate. So I figure I'll remember the time we record. <laughs> I'll remember by, who said that. By Juno's cunt. <laughs> so we have Jupiter's cock, Juno's cunt, and Pluto's ass. Here's another quote. I don't know who said it. I can barely stand for want of vomit. Also, I shit myself. Oh, that was the guy who... <laughs> well, we said these yeah. I remember I shit myself. That was that random guy. I can't Navies or something. Naeus. So who won this episode? Um, the Spartacus, Spartacus was reunited <laughs> with his wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Yeah, he was. Well, I mean, he didn't win for that. <laughs> I think he lost <laughs> for that. 
I would say Asher won because. <laughs> yes, good one. He he didn't have to pay his debts. <laughs> he got out of his his um party of the money to die. So would the, his debts go to Pietro's? Could Pietro's make a claim for that? I would hope Pietro's would be smart enough to not attempt that. Not get involved. Yeah. So did Spartacus lose, or just um? Yeah, Spartacus lost. And I'm very curious what his motivation is going to be now. Will be revenge? I think that he would just be thrown into depression, unable to do anything. Because it seemed like before, like he was ready to give up. Remember when he was in the pit? He's like, I'll yeah. throw the fight for you. Yeah. That's so interesting question. I don't know. I don't know what will happen. Maybe he will become just utterly, utterly depressed, and it'll be Crixus who's like, okay, Spartacus, I know we didn't get along in the past, but what happened to your wife is just awful. And I feel really bad for you, bud. And you know who did it? It was John Hanna. So we have to work together, and we'll we'll, we'll get revenge on him for you. That's what's gonna happen. Write it down. Put it down. So best lay. Um, best lay would just be the orgy in general. Uh, but particularly <laughs> the person who was like, "This is exhausting." <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes. Uh. Will, Will is typing it all down in his spreadsheet. Yes. <laughs> Who is the best lay? You just asked that. Oh. Facing slay. Most best lay. Now I'm saying slay. Okay. Um. Well, whoever killed whoever killed the wife, <laughs> <laughs> or, or or the the folks killing Barca. Yeah, so Badiatis gave the final blow, but you know he was gonna die anyway. <laughs> right. Oh, mm. that wait, which was the previous? It was the previous episode, right? Where. Badiatis was beating that guy to death. Yeah, that was a previous. No, he didn't beat him to death. He just left his face bloody. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to the guys who killed the wife. Because mm. that was pretty bold. Yeah, I, I want to say it was bold killing Barca, but I don't know. I'm not sure I liked Barca as much this time around. I feel like I liked him more before. I wanted to like him, but I just felt like he didn't have enough of a personality. So ratings. Rating. I wrote down. Initially, I had it at a seven point five, but then they revealed that Badiatis orchestrated the attack on the wife. Uh, so I bumped it up to eight. Eight out of ten. Nonstop. I don't normally say the word fuck so many times in my daily daily life. I say them all up for this podcast. Um. Uh, what word do I say a lot? Hmm. <laughs> in my daily life. Probably shit a lot. I say oh boy a lot. I've just realized this. Oh boy. I'll, I'll go, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> sometimes, I'll, sometimes I'll mix it up and I'll go oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I think I say cunt a lot and it's just directed at drivers in general because I'm in traffic a lot lately and I get angry. <laughs> I just say, what are you doing you cunt? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I think I'll give it 7.75 <laughs> um, spoons and asses. Spoons and asses. What's our highest rated one so far? Which I think it was the thing in the pit. Yeah. Yeah, that's my, that's my highlight so far. There'll be a spreadsheet showing all this very soon. Yes. <laughs> all right, no feedback. <clears throat> Excuse me. No feedback, bastards. Just <laughs> disgraceful. Yeah, I have no words for how much I hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so the next two episodes are Great and Unfortunate Things and Episode 8, Mark of the Brotherhood. And Unfortunate The Lemonies. Lemonies. Um, is that it? Lemonies Snicket? Snicket? Lemonies Snickets. All I can remember is um, <laughs> when when Homer Simpson was filming a porno in, in their kitchen, uh, it was called Lemony Lickets, a series of horny events. <laughs> and I know that's not the actual thing. Series of unfortunate events. Okay. Yeah. Lemony Lickets, a series of horny events. <laughs> Great and unfortunate things. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is going to be when Crixus tells Spartacus that he is destined for great things. But also a great deal of sadness as well. So it'll be unfortunate things. He's just—it's the, the two exist side by side because they live so you know low to the ground. Their existences are entirely dependent on their master, who at a whim could have them murdered. So he's destined for great but unfortunate things. Okay. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna see them bonding next episode. Uh, Mark of the Brotherhood sounds like somebody gets branded. Who could it be? Somebody. Somebody from Spartacus's past shows up. <laughs> so, um, that was a joke on um, down below because the first two seasons it seems like all, you know so many episodes begin with somebody from someone's past showing up. Babylon Five <laughs> podcast. So someone from his past shows up, and they've been branded, and they're now a slave, and he has, and and, now, and all of a sudden Spartacus is like the the king on campus, so he's showing the new guy around when before he was the new guy. So he's like, you remember the Brotherhood now, and we're going to take care of you. And we're going to see them, we're going to see the slaves start to bond and put their plan into motion when they're going to overthrow the Ludus, and they're going to escape. And then, then they're going to, there's going to be the slave uprising. Yeah, that's it. That's the prediction. Write it down. Not goofy predictions, actually trying to predict what's going to happen. Okay. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading some um, stuff about Spartacus. I think that's it. I can't get my notes to come back up. So, I guess if you have feedback, send it to mail at spartacast.com. And we'll be back next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yep. Also join the Facebook. Did you mention oh, yeah, that? Yeah, do that too. Yeah, uh, do that. Yeah, do that. We need, to, we need to sign off. Uh, what could it be? Guys, if you have any suggestions of, of a sign off, send it, <laughs> send it to mail at spartacast.com. <laughs> well, you're breaking up. You're getting all staticky. Oh, am I? Oh, yeah. You sound, you sound terrible. It's time to go. Okay, okay. Bye. Bye.